0: When the going gets tough, the tough get going, especially on the Mafia Minute. I am Magnum Mills, and I am here to introduce a card-carrying member of the Bills Mafia, the man who likes to pretend to be a lawyer, but he cannot defend you in a court of law, the one, the only, Jamie G. Esquire, the fifth, I believe he calls himself. So this is the Mafia Minute. Get ready to have a good time. We are presented by Caesar Gap Fantasy Football. You can find us wherever you get your pods and on YouTube We're on social media at Seize Gap FF. And just like you don't want to forget to watch the Bills game, who could forget that? You can't forget the flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. Helps other people find our show, find our channel, helps us hook Bills Mafia together. That's what we want, coming together, having fun. So please remember to give us that thumb. And Jamie G, introduce yourself and uh, start breaking down that that just, uh, you know, uh, Uncle Junior hair of a victory there for uh, week six. It was, a, it was a close one, but it counts. I have three words.
1: Hey, hey, hey let's go buffalo i am jamie g Esquire the fifth Whew. we we got out of a nail biter sunday night football Highmark Stadium. Place was absolutely electric. I don't know if anybody saw the footage if you were watching from home. Um, when the Bills ran out, they did this whole thing with everyone had lights on, this little watch that they were wearing, fireworks. It was a really cool scene. Would have loved to have been there. If you were there, drop us a line. Let us know how dope it was. Uh, yeah, man, week six. Look, Bills are 4-2. and two. They want a close one. Um, here's what I saw another week where the bills started slow on offense this is really troubling uh and a frustrating thing these 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 three and outs i mean this was the first game in a very long time the bills were shut out for for a half let alone the first three quarters of the game just couldn't get anything going on offense and when we did we chewed ourselves in the foot the gabe davis fumble um you know a penalty here you know we'd have a big play and then we just have two negative plays Credit the Giants. They had a great defensive plan against us. I mean, that's essentially a division game, right? You got Coach Dable. You got GM Joe Shane. These guys know the Bills <laughs> better than anyone else. And no doubt they spent a lot of time with Winka Wink, uh, uh, Martindale and, and that defensive staff devising a good a good plan. So credit them. We got. We cannot continue to start slow on offense like that. The one thing I did see when we finally started to get something going was the run game. We were able to run the football. Um, Interesting enough, Mills, we saw Latavius Murray get the start this week. I think they really liked his punishing style of, of run and then complimenting him with James Cook. It seemed to work. Both had pretty good days. Really enjoyed that a lot. Were you surprised at all to see Latavius Murray get the start? Yeah. Well, and he was open. Uh Josh missed him on a couple. You know, again, we had another great day out of Diggs, another hundred yard game. That's great, but we gotta get some balance outside of that. When the Bills are balanced on offense, they're extremely difficult to beat. That was the offensive side of the ball. Let me just chat for a second on the defensive side of the ball. This was a game where the Bills the Bills defense is designed to play with a lead and get after the quarterback, force the opponent to be one-dimensional, wreak havoc, create turnovers. And, c- and control the game that way. This is a game where the Bills didn't have the lead until you know the end of the fourth quarter. They weren't able to do it. They had to play this game a little bit differently. This was our first game without DaQuan Jones. Everyone talks about the Matt Milano injury. DaQuan Jones was a big deal on that defensive line. Really big deal. Really sucks to have him gone. This is the first game without him there. Uh, and you saw Jordan Phillips. You saw Tim Settle, and you saw Puna Ford, the free agent acquisition. People were pretty excited about signed from Seattle Seahawks. He finally dressed and got a little bit of playing time uh, but you saw that rotation in there it'll be interesting to see if losing daquan jones affects how crazy good the start of the season was for Ed oliver right um daquan jones did a lot in there in that in that one technique position really sad to see him go it was also the first game without matt milano we saw dorian williams the third round rookie get the start and to be honest with you i was pretty impressed with with uh uh, with Dorian Williams. I thought he played really well. I think he had 10 tackles. Um, there was a couple of plays where it was like, damn, I wish we had Milano there. I don't think they would have been able to do that. You never replace a guy like Matt Milano. I mean, that would be like San Francisco losing Fred Warner, right? I mean, that's Matt Milano is of that tier of, of linebacker. He's phenomenal. He never comes off the field. He's an absolute playmaker, an absolute stud. But I think in the long run, this could help the Bills uh, getting some valuable experience here with Dorian Williams. And I thought he played pretty well. I continue to be really impressed with Terrell Bernard at middle linebacker. He now all of a sudden, uh, you know, six games into his career is the leader of the linebacker room. Pretty wild, um, but he's so far so good. He's really holding up there and he has a nose for the ball, man. I think he had 12 tackles all over the field. Uh, and this was the second game without, you know, without Trey White. And we saw... The, the corners struggle a little bit here. I mean, both Christian Benford coming back off that missing last week with that shoulder injury. Um, I think he gave up, you know, four or six targets, something like that. We saw Kiara, uh, Kiara Elam, another really rough outing for him. I thought he played better a little bit this game than last week where he got absolutely smoked by Kelvin Ridley. But that's looking more and more like a, like a first-round pick that might be a swing and a miss. Really need him to step up. I'm excited to get Dane Jackson back coming into this second, um, uh, this game next, this coming up week, week seven here. I, I hope he's back. I think, I think he's the best of those three right now with Christian Benford. You know, I know he can play better. He did play his best game. So I think the replacements are figuring it out. Sean McDermott's figuring it out. But this was a game where the Bills didn't play from a lead. That's what they're designed to do, Uh, and it was a tough one for them, I think. I thought they – honestly, I thought they did pretty good. I mean, they held the team to nine points. I get it's the Giants. I get all that. Um, But they held the team to nine points. You got to give them a little bit of credit there. Last but not least, Mills, one positive, the Bills finally won a close game. I watched this team last year go 13-3. and They blew out most of their – 13 of those wins. I think all 13 might have been blowouts and then every close game they lost you know they started this year losing an overtime game to the jets uh then they blew out you know three people they lost the game and then this was a close one right it's like the bills either blow people out or lose a close one they finally figured out a way to win a close one and i'm really happy about that i think it's something that sean mcdermott can kind of rally this locker room around we win close games and kind of get out of that mindset of when they find themselves in a position where it's a close one games on the line they believe and they know they're going to come out on the right side of it so i think that the team will be better off for winning a close one here it was an ugly win but you got to have those i mean how many ugly wins did the chiefs have last year and they went on to win the super bowl so i
0: think that's one positive here for the bills yeah i can tell you when you look back at the the next season you don't remember the nature of the wins you just remember whether they were wins or not And I guess we should also just shout out Damian Harris, Uh, been already released for the hospital, kind of a sprained neck. It should be okay, really, probably won't play this week is my guess, but I don't think he'll go on IR or anything if I had to make a wager at it. So all things considered, that was probably about the best case scenario we could have gotten. Uh, Jamie G., it wasn't the prettiest game, but I'm still going to need you to give me a Mafia moment, your favorite moment for the game, even if it is an uncalled pass interference on the final play. Because, yes, they should have committed pass interference every play because eventually the refs wouldn't have called it.
1: Yeah, well,
0: you know, for once, the Bills finally got a call. There were plenty of calls in that game where
1: they didn't go our way. Um, They finally got one. Obviously, when the clock struck zero and we won and I could get out of my very tense stand-up pace mode, that was really nice. My favorite play, my favorite moment of this game, I, I mean, look, You're in a game where Dawson Knox has got a he's banged up, he's got a risk. Your your first round pick and Dalton Kincaid isn't playing. And in comes Quentin Morris. Okay. In comes Quentin Morris, QM. And this throw Josh Allen makes to Quentin Morris for a touchdown is absolutely absurd. It it, it just it just was it just was unbelievable. Threading the needle, just the the anticipation that Josh and Quentin Morris had being on the same page where he knew he was going to just turn and, and in between two defenders there, it was unbelievable as the pockets collapsing on Josh, by the way, with a banged up shoulder, uh, throwing shoulder. This was an unreal throw. It's just Josh Allen doing Josh Allen things by far my mafia moment. I thought it was fantastic, but honorable mention shout out Deontay Hardy getting his first touchdown. and. Shout out to the boy Digs, just basically being a, a, a crazy decoy on that play, giving it up for for Hardy for his first touchdown.
0: That's what you pay him all that money for, man. Uh, yeah, good stuff there. That throw was it definitely. I was watching that, and as he was throwing that, I'm like, why is he throwing that? They should not be throwing that ball that there from that. And you know, you get the, the all 22, and you look at it, all right. I, I saw kind of what he saw, I guess. But man, when he made, when they was making that throw. Uh, Uh, I did not think that was going to end up with Mr. Touchdown, but it did. The Bills won, so that means, Jamie G., you get to put something on our Mafia mannequin. He started out just a plain old naked mannequin. Every time you get in a win, it's kind of a reverse major league thing here. We're putting some clothing on him. Uh, right now, he has a, a Josh Allen sock, a game-worn sock. He's got some chicken wing Buffalo Bills uh, boxer briefs. He, he's got a little receiving glove. He's got a Buffalo Bills uh, kind of bucket hat joint, some Bills sunglasses, and a sweet-ass eighty style gold rope chain. Jamie G., what are you putting on him to celebrate your victory over the Giants? Man, this is this is a big one here, buddy.
1: Um, I, I, you know, I've been toying with it for a little bit. I think we got to give him a little glove action, man. I think we got to get a Bill's glove. Uh, he already has one glove. One those... So second glove, he's, he does have a uh, left glove on. So second glove, we need another glove. I think we give him that second glove. I think he can get the, the Bill's symbol going. I think he, I think he's, you know, it's getting into winter. We got to get some clothes on him. we want to keep those extremities warm. Let's, let's, let's give him, let's give him some glove love.
0: All right, man, you are uh, very into the accessories. And you know what else rhymes with accessories? Keys. Jamie G, it's time for you know my keys. This is the week 7 keys to victory. Tell us what it's going to take for the Buffalo Bills to go into New England and maybe finally put that goddamn nail in Bill Belichick's proverbial coffin.
1: Yeah. And and you know, the Bills have played pretty well in new england the last couple of seasons um i expect that to continue but in order to do so they have got to start fast on offense we cannot let new england hang around this game the bills have got to come out with a plan to attack and get points i i'm not saying it's going to be one of those games where they never punt and they just score on every possession which they have done against the patriots I think it's going to be a game where they got to get off to a fast start, get some points on the board and and kind of take New England and and control this game and, and put the pressure on them, not let them hang around with kind of a, a three nothing or a zero zero type game here as we stretch into the first, second and third quarter. So start fast on offense. The next thing is we got to we got to really see our pass rush come to play. Um, I want to see Von Miller get his first sack of the game. Leonard Floyd's been outstanding. I think he's got six and a half. And shout out A.J. Epinesa. He's really coming on. And, and this is just a case where being patient with a young pass rusher can really pay dividends. And I think you're starting to see it pay dividends with A.J. Epinesa. But we need we need to get that pass rush affecting Mac Jones, not letting things develop down the field, force him into some errant throws. And I think he can get a couple turnovers there, which leads me to my next point, which is win the turnover battle. That's an absolute must when you go to New England. And last but not least, get that run game going and control the clock here. Let's get a lead. Let's be dominant on defense. Get the, get the turnover battle and control the clock with a run game. Bleed this thing out and win in dominant fashion. Go Bills.
0: I like that because you know if it bleeds, you can kill it. That's how it works. Predator taught us that. And uh, ring the bell, ding, ding, ding. It's a little, uh, you know, Apollo Creed reference. Played Carl Weathers, who played Dylan in Predator, bringing it all back to Predator. It's time for the Week 7 Tale of the Tape. The Buffalo Bills are traveling to Foxborough to play the New England Patriots. That's a Sunday 1 p.m. game on CBS temperatures are expected to be in the mid to upper 50s with solid sustained winds between 15 and 20 miles an hour gust could be higher so the wind could be a factor here doesn't look like there will be any notable precipitation right now the buffalo bills are favored by nine points they are minus 410 on the money line and the game total is 41.5 points uh, injury issues are still TBD a little bit. I'm assuming Josh Allen will play. He was a little bit questionable. Other than that, Jamie G, any injury issues we should know? And I'm going to need a score prediction for Week 7. Well, the one to keep an eye on is Spencer Brown at right tackle. Uh, during that skirmish,
1: which absolutely absurd that that was offsetting penalties, by the way. But during that skirmish, you know, a couple of cheap shots on Spencer Brown got his leg twisted up there a little bit. Keep an eye on him at right tackle. He's actually played pretty well to start the season. Um, that's one that I'm keeping an eye on. And hopefully we get our two tight end package back. Uh, Kincaid looks to be coming out of the concussion protocol. Knox another week kind of with that wrist healing up a little bit. So I think that's, that's it. We'll see what they do with the third running back position too. Uh, there was talks of them bringing in Uncle Lenny for a visit but it looks like that was mostly due to not knowing the severity of Damian Harris coupled with the thought that they might lose Ty Johnson off the practice squad, which in fact they did not. So I think if anything, maybe Ty Johnson dresses, but, um, but I, you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens there in terms of the lion share. Hopefully it's just, you know, Cook and, and, and Murray, you know, fest. Uh, but that that's it on the injury front. Again, it is worthy to note you know Josh Allen with that shoulder everything would suggest he's going to play as long as he's medically cleared I mean let's not forget this dude played 2021 with an AC joint issue uh and and most of 2022 with an elbow issue the same elbow issue that you know caused Brock Purdy to uh have surgery and and you know not be able to throw a football for six months so um, definitely had, you know, dudes played with some injuries before. Um, we'll see, you know, it doesn't sound like it's super severe, but worth, worth monitoring for sure. That leads me to my score prediction. Mills, I've got the Bills taking the win 27-17.
0: Fair enough. It's showing respect and also just a tiny cover. So covering by one or maybe even a little cool breeze, watch for the hook by the time we get there. I think that about does it for the Mafia Minute, Jamie G. Anything else you want to say to Bills Mafia before I remind him about all the stuff again? Be loud. Be proud. Go Bills. And the Patriots suck. This has been the Mafia Minute, which, in fact, does not suck. Unless you're into that, we won't kick Shane. Thanks again for checking us out. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. You can find us on social media at SeedsTheGapFF. Do not forget to support the Buffalo Bills this week and do not forget those flaps. Follow, like, and please subscribe. It's all we ask if you had fun. Make with the thumb. I'm Magna Mills. He's Jamie G, and he's going to do some Bills stuff to get you excited about the Bills upcoming game.
1: Hey, Bills make me want
0: to go Bills.